Welcome to Money's Mitch Podcast. I'm Mitch Newman, and I am determined to provide you with the best of the best state-of-the-heart tools and techniques to support you in redefining, reframing, and reigniting. That's a lot of re's. That flame inside of you that will propel you to your next levels of success. Together, we're going to explore and do a deep dive into really all aspects of conscious leadership and what it really takes to lead oneself and others at this higher level of consciousness with the intention and the outcome of creating maximum impact and contribution in all areas of your life. We will laugh, most definitely cry, the good cry, of course, hopefully, and without a doubt, discover the magic that exists inside of each and every one of you. So, if you're not afraid of the unknown, let's get to it. Oh, <laughs> okay. You're here. I'm here. I just realized I was just jamming out. I always play my uh, theme song. I guess I have a theme song, right? I was listening. To my, I always listen to my theme song. It kind of riles me up, gets me, gets my energy up, gets me excited about this podcast. And uh, I forgot that after it played that it was going to start to record. <laughs> so here I am. For those of you who don't know me, this maybe you're stumbling upon this for your first time. My name is Mitch Newman. And I love to talk about conscious leadership, all the qualities, uh, all the values associated with it, all the demystification sometimes that is necessary to help really support people in redefining what it means to lead from a higher level of consciousness and how that may differ from a lot of the beliefs that people have about the way they were raised and how they understand and define leadership. And which leads into this topic for today, which is really a conversation I got into with with someone around um, what does it take to lead at a higher level? And one of the first things that came up was the courage to lead. And I thought, okay, well, there's an interesting word, courage. And how does that uh, evoke thoughts and ideas in people's minds based upon how they have defined courage? over the years, just as how people define leadership. So a lot of this is really about how we can redefine these different terms and these different experiences in our lives to create more meaning for us, to create a path forward that perhaps we didn't consider because the interpretation that we had made uh, perhaps is old or isn't necessarily 100% true or isn't necessarily true at all. But courage is an interesting word because it often gets uh, mixed in with bravery. And so when we think about or we watch videos on social media or have watched profiles of people with in, in courageous situations, there's a lot of also a lot of bravery that's attached to it. And so people separate themselves from seeing themselves as courageous because they don't necessarily perceive themselves as brave. So it's interesting dynamic how all of this fits into place and how all of this flows for people. Because as soon as you say the courage to lead, we go, okay, well, what does that look like? What's the courage to lead look like? Does it mean I have to be brave? Well, you know, maybe on some level. But the goal here in, in everyday life and leading yourself and other people isn't necessarily about risking your lives, putting your life on the line. <clears throat> it's about really determining for yourself what it looks like and what you want it to look like and how you get to define it differently this time 
perhaps than you have in the past. Because a lot of times the things that hold us back from where we want to go are the definitions that we attach to different words, to different ideas and concepts where we exclude ourselves from the possibility because of an old definition. So to me, courage, to me, it takes courage for a lot of some people. Courage may look like just to get out of bed in the morning. They may have experienced a certain level of, of, of mental and emotional trauma, physical trauma. They may not be able to you know, find themselves for weeks at a time to be able to get out of bed. So the idea that they actually got out of bed for them, right, would be courageous. For other people, it might be picking up the phone and calling somebody they don't know to talk to them about something that they believe in. But the idea of what it would take to do that requires for them a lot of courage. So the courage to lead makes sense. The question really becomes is how do we want to define courage? And here's the beauty. We each get to choose. Understanding and knowing that other people's definitions, like anything else, you pick any word. You pick any word. You can pick the word love. Right? It evokes certain things and certain experiences for people. And how one person defines love may be very, very different than how someone else defines love. One may have lots of expectations attached to it. Others may have zero expectations attached to it. Some may have pressure that they put on other people to validate the fact that they are indeed loved. Other people learn and grow over time to realize that they first have to generate that within themselves. So not to make anybody right or wrong, it's just the understanding that how we define terms is often different, which is why it's so important for people to be able to have larger conversations around words like courage. Because somebody might say to somebody, well, do you have the courage to lead? Well, the person who's asking the question has an idea in their mind based upon their lives and their experiences what courage looks like. The person they're asking also has their own thoughts and ideas and experiences around what courage looks like. So if that person answers yes, the person who's asking makes an assumption based upon their own belief that this person has the courage to lead as they understand it. And that's where a lot of the confusion happens. That's where a lot of the confusion happens because then there's disappointment. Well, I thought they had the courage to lead. They said they did. Yes, under, under, under what definition and whose definition? So the beauty is, is we get to decide for ourselves what courage looks like. We get to decide what love looks like. We get to decide what trust looks like. And the only requirement in this process, the only requirement in this process, and it's the most important requirement in this process, is the willingness to share with someone how you define something. I want you to understand you when you say, do I have the courage to lead? When you ask me that question, do I have the courage to lead? Could you tell me what courage looks like for you? And then I'll tell you what courage looks like for me if it's different. See, it's the willingness to have these conversations up front. I've talked about this in the past. A lot of times when people are 
are talking to other people about joining them in their business. And they say, yeah, I want you, I want you to jump in and, and, uh, and, and lock arms with me and let's do this business together. And the person goes, yeah, I'm all in. You go, great. I want you to slow the conversation down. So great. And could you define what all in looks like for you? Why? I want to make sure we're on the same page. I want to make sure that we understand each other. I want to make sure that we don't go into this with a level of expectation that sets up disappointment. That is a setup for disappointment and sabotage. So my willingness to slow down and say, do you have the courage to lead? And here's what I mean by courage. Or if someone asks me the question, do you have the courage to lead? I may say, well, let me tell you what courage looks like for me. It means getting out of bed in the morning because for so long I haven't been able to do that. That's step one. Step two, courage looks like being able to make sure that my my wife and my kids are all set up for the day and they're all squared away. You may think of that as a task or something to do, but for me it takes courage because I couldn't do it for myself for so long. See, the willingness to have these kinds of conversations are so important. They're integral to the whole idea of how we can achieve and go someplace together. Why? Because we're on the same page. We have an understanding. There's no misinterpretation. There's no misidentification. There's only an understanding about how we define it so that we meet someplace. So if I say what courage looks like and you say, great, that's what it looks like for me, or I hear that's how you define it, And so in the context of the day, in the context of us working together, in the context of us being friends, whatever that may look like, how do you see that showing up? How will I know and how will you know that that's courage or that courage is is required or that's how we're defining it? See, I remember a long time ago, I I was doing some, I was doing some coaching and I was doing it for uh, John Gray's company, Ask Mars Venus, and it was a phone coaching gig years and years and years ago. And I got a call, and a woman said to me, I'm freaking out, I'm freaking out. You know, my boyfriend told me he loved me, and that was two weeks ago, and I haven't heard from him. Okay. I said, well, when's the last time that you saw him? And she said, well, we haven't actually met yet. We met online. So here was somebody that she knew for a very, very short period of time. They've never met in person. She already calls him her boyfriend. So there's another defining word (laughs) that we have to get clear on. What what does a boyfriend look like? What does a girlfriend look like? What are the roles and responsibilities that you, you define and can identify that this must be a boyfriend or a girlfriend? And then what does love mean to you? What does love look like to you? That person might be saying, Love like, hey, I love you. Like, it's no big deal. It's almost like a throwaway line. And in her mind, love was the commitment. And look at the context of how long and how short they knew each other. And they hadn't even met in person. So how we make, you know, how we define these words is not only critical for us, it's also critical for us to have conversations with other people to make sure, because if we're running a certain definition around something, other people are as well. And let's get on the same page. Now, the other component which needs to be brought into play, which is really critical, is am I willing to expand 
on how I have defined courage in the past and go someplace else with it, go someplace bigger with it? Am I willing to stretch? So it's not just looking at how have I defined it, but also the willingness to look at, is it really accurate? Is it 100% accurate? Or are there other things that I want to participate in that I would now look at and go, all right, in order to achieve that, and I've never done that, it's going to take the courage to do something I've never done before. And what is that thing that I've never done before? So that's the beauty is, is that not only is it important for us and others to understand and define what those words mean so there's no misunderstandings or at least limited misunderstandings, it also includes what am I willing to do to stretch beyond how I've seen it? Am I willing to reframe how I have viewed leadership, how I've viewed courage, how I have viewed love, how I've viewed trust? Because some of those definitions are outdated. They don't really hold up anymore. They really, when we actually identify them and say them out loud or write them down, we go, well, that's kind of silly. That's interesting that in my mind, that's how I've been operating. But when I write it down or when I speak it out, I realize, man, that sounds like I'm 15. I'm not 15 anymore. So what do I want it to look like? What is it that I want it to look like moving forward? And that's how we not only enrich our own lives, but we get to enrich other people's lives because we get to have larger conversations. It's called intimacy. Also an interesting word. Sometimes people say, oh, intimacy is sex. It's not sex. But some people will define it as sex. Some people will associate it with sex. But the reality is, is what would it be like to have a more intimate connection with somebody because we are learning and growing together? We are exhibiting a level of mutual trust, mutual respect, mutual admiration, and able to fortify the relationship moving forward. So the courage to lead, like any other aspect of leadership, even the word leadership, needs clear definitions. Needs clear definitions. And it's amazing what happens when we actually say, well, what does courage look like? And the person goes, well, gosh, that's a great question. <laughs> because it's so deeply embedded in our subconscious mind from the experiences that we've, that we've been attuned to energetically, what we saw, what we witnessed, what we participated in our lifetime. It's so deeply embedded that it, it's just an automatic. It's a default. And so the great aspect of having that conversation is it allows us to bring those beliefs and those ideas and those thoughts to the surface, present them to ourselves, sometimes for the first time in years, and to other people and go, huh, I don't know if I really agree with that now that I say it out loud. I don't know if that really resonates for me in the way that it once did. So that becomes the beauty, is how we get to define, reframe, and rediscover what courage may look like when it comes to leading. And the beauty is, is once we meet in that place together and have that deeper level of understanding and have a more intimate connection and relationship and rapport with somebody, this whole idea of we, this whole concept of we, which is how we go places together, 
really comes to life. I'm Mitch Newman. We'll see you again next time. Hey, so if you like this episode, make sure to subscribe to this podcast so, you know, we can hang out every Monday. You can also follow me on Instagram at Life's a Mitch. And if you feel so inspired, make sure to tag me in your stories. I really appreciate hearing from people who are listening in. So if you have any ideas, any feedback, any questions, don't be shy. Please send them along. Who knows? Something you share or suggest may spark a future episode. So until next week, remember, life's a Mitch and then you thrive. 